This is CT Startup, your source for information on entrepreneurs, investors, and resources in the Connecticut startup ecosystem. From university campuses to industrial labs, from Stanford to Hartford, and from Danbury to Norwich, if it's happening out there in Connecticut, you'll find it in here. Now it's time to enter into a world of innovation, a world of human struggles, heartbreak, and achievement. And most of all, a world of wonder. Welcome to CT Startup. All right, word. So we are live. Hey, Tom, thank you for uh, joining me. How hey, you doing? Eric, how are you doing? Good, I'm doing good. well. I'm doing well. Good, I, I, enjoying my staycation, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You picked a, you picked a time to do that. Um, yeah. And, uh, um, so, uh, so when was the last time you were on uh, the podcast? Maybe a year or two ago? or I think it was actually like a year and a half ago. Um, I remember I came on with Don and, uh, you know, Don and I were able to talk through a bunch of things, you know, as, as agency in progress, right. Uh, as, as we were back then, but, um, yeah, a lot has certainly changed since, um, since last time I was on and, you know, happy yeah, to, happy yeah to I, would, I would say that, uh, you can just roll right into it and, and just, uh, uh, there is some news and, uh, it maybe, uh, the news allows you to do a little staycation, right? So. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're, we're in April right now. Um, back in October of 2019, um, well, really throughout 2019, um, I was looking to uh, basically sell Checkmate, um, sell Checkmate in one way or another, be acquired into one of our clients, or um, I was really getting itchy ready for my next thing, right? Whatever that is, I felt like I had learned an enormous amount through Checkmate. Um, but now at that point in the company, you know, we're four and a half years in five years in, um, uh, really into the groove with doing good work, but it's the same type of work, right? Mm -hmm. Like from an operational perspective, I felt like, um, you know, I, I pretty much learned what I could learn from the agency model. Um, so throughout 2019, we were looking, uh, at a bunch of different options and one of our, uh, partners that we have sent a ton of work to, uh, Mind Trust out of uh, now they're actually out of uh, New Haven in the district. Um, you know, we struck a deal with them in, in October. They basically acquired the whole team, uh, gave me uh, gave me an out. You know, I could I could hand off my team and and go do other things. Um, since sort of that uh, that deal that we struck there. I went, um, you know, bought a bought a place uh, that you see see here. But um, I bought my made some other investments. <laughs> made some investments, yeah. right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Made made some investments. You know, took took some time, uh, really, over the holidays and uh, in January to really figure out what it is that I I want to do. Um, I'm by no means in that uh, in that role right now in terms of like my full time work. Uh, but you know, I took a, took a bunch of lessons from, uh, from the internet about the environment, uh, and, and started researching a bunch of different companies that are doing environmentally constructive things, but don't necessarily have the business acumen to cut the deals and grow partnerships and, and do the things that could help take those types of companies to the next level. Um, so that's been where, you know, my interest lies is like, Hey, I want to do something socially or environmentally impactful. Um, the agency wasn't exactly that, but it taught me an enormous amount of things, right. From how to handle a client to what, 
what delivery looks like to process and, and everything in between. So um, it's, it, it's been a great, a great experience this far and being on the other side of the, the fence, so to speak, is, uh, is interesting. It's very odd, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but, it, but it's, uh, keeps it interesting. From, from going, uh, from going to how to do everything, always thinking about it, always on your mind. What is the next step? Oh my God, this client had this issue and how are we going to address it? Um, to now not having to worry about that. It's, you know, talk about the weight, off, you know, taking off your shoulders. So, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think the, there's a huge, there's a huge difference, right. In mindset of, you know, I'm a founder, I am managing every fire that can possibly be on fire, right? Like everything, everything that can be going wrong and right at the same time is um, from a founder perspective, you know, I went through you know, over the last couple of months, what what is it that I actually want to do, right? What what are the skills that I want to grow, um, or you know, how do I how do I relax, right? <laughs> and and actually you know read a book, uh, and pick and up a guitar, be, do yeah. do some music, right? <laughs> Absolutely, all those all those things, right? It, it was a very it was a very like intentional and mechanical process for me um of of just being like you know, i i don't need to be like looking for the next deal right now like i i don't anymore so what is it that i you know use to fill my time that is fulfilling um and that that's a very different um conversation to have with yourself than it is when you're running a, a company because for the company it's very obvious right generate more revenue generate more money do better things and and you know grow the company that's what your your mission is at that point and uh for me stepping out of a company it was a chance for me to check in with myself to check in with uh some friends and family doing interesting things that i could say hey look you know uh, I'll spend a day messing around with your data or spend a day messing around with your process or the way that you do a design or, you know, give you my thoughts on something because like, I don't have, I don't have anything to, to lose or to gain. It's just a matter of like floating through, you know, and, and figuring out how to help as many people sort of in my sphere of influence as possible. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the, the transitional period that is, you know, COVID and and like post uh post exit um it's you know it's it's a it's an ever learning experience that's yeah. for sure uh, so uh well first off congratulations on the milestone so that's a milestone for every entrepreneur at some point um usually they you know it starts with they had an exit and then they had a second exit third exit fourth like it's like again like when, once you reach a milestone it doesn't become uh that thing you put on a pedestal anymore right so it's yeah a, no, so it's, it's almost uh, you think about it maybe a little bit easier um and so that is the milestone for a lot of people um and uh and yeah so congratulations on on that one um. <laughs> Thank you. I, when uh, there were there were two two sort of songs that would would I'd constantly be singing in my head at Checkmate. You know, uh, in the early days, it was one more month, one more <laughs> month because we got payroll again, right? And then in the later days, you know, it was like the first hundred's the hardest, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, where you, you 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 just keep keep building, get the first hundred k, the next one, and, and like go from there. But it's like, all right, the first exit is the hardest, right? If everything else is, is after that, we're in good shape. But yeah, you know, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. It uh, again, the story arc of an of an entrepreneur in a in a, in a small business, right? You have to. Uh, uh, it's a uh, the different things that happen, uh, whether 
whether it's the the exit or the uh, the bootstrapping or the financing or the this, they're all milestones. They're they're all they're all kind of uh, pieces of the puzzle. So, so I guess uh, so I guess what um, timing is everything, right? Uh, obviously, you could never have planned COVID or anything like that, right? Um, I would assume mm-hmm. you have some empathy for the people at Mind Trust and the people that are dealing with you know, the, the agency life now, right? Agency. Business owners. Yeah. yeah. Just business owners in general <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so, uh, so I guess how does, um, what happened, uh, uh, in your, in your, uh, uh, process of thinking, um, you know, now versus before, like what, what has changed? Like, well, how are you viewing things differently? Um, I know you're kind of in the process of, of kind of just like figuring it all out, but I mean, like, has anything changed for you or is it because you're in this space now that it's like, it's okay. It's not, you're not even thinking about it. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a couple things there. Uh, and I'm trying to think of, of the right analogy for it. Um, but it, it's the type of thing where now that I've stepped out of a company I created, um, a lot of things seem to be settled and, and, and by settled i mean like the way like to to move move past the context of the company right like everything from relationships with you know my past employees past partners past you know clients like like the the era that is checkmate right in in my career um you i've noticed how certain conversations in the moment back then can translate to, you know, such an interesting conversation now Mm -hmm. in terms of like a relationship, right? So like relationships with my past clients, you know, a handful of them reached out and said, Hey, you know, what are you doing? Do you want to come help work with us? And you know, that, that, that type of thing, which is incredibly flattering and humbling. Um, and at the same time, like I didn't really realize how, every time I picked up the phone and called them when they were my client or when, you know, called uh, or sent a Slack message to somebody or something like that. It's like those micro moments in the day to day is what culminates a relationship that can transcend the, the company. Right. So for me now um, it's, it's felt a lot less like, Oh, I'm reconnecting with people that I did business with as it is, I'm building a relationship with somebody that like I would genuinely hang out with when this whole thing is over. Right. You, you know, and, and like that, that type of um, thought now is just so um, it's so grounding and it makes it a lot more fun, you yeah. know, cause you don't uh, like for me, I don't have, I don't have the, the pressure of 18 people on my back. Right. I don't have the context of, you know, a couple condos and some babies and like all, all of the things that is 18 people's lives. Um, so, you know, it, it, it feels very free to be able to say, oh, you, you're, you like need this one little project. Like I could do that on a weekend. Like I can do that. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I will personally do that now. Right. Whereas before, you know, I, I need to make sure everybody else is busy. <laughs> right. Like if, I, if I'm doing work and somebody's not, not busy, that, that becomes a big problem. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so, that, yeah that, that's it, been a big change. Clients, it, it's um, when you connect with clients outside of, uh, of just selling. So when you're, when you're in the position of managing the client, but also selling the client, right? It's that, it, it's that, it's that double-edged sword where you're definitely going to ask for the money, but you have to emphasize where they're at. You almost got to work through how they're going to, you know, kind of sell it to their organization or pass it through the, totally. their, their, 
they're going to be. And so the genuine connection to those, those people, um, opens up doors later down the road. I think Oni said it yesterday. He was like, listen, he goes, um, like I was a, a C student throughout. So like, I'm not getting in the door through, you know, because of my, um, because of my acumen or because of or not acumen because of my grades and everything. Great. I got in, right. I got in because of those, those small interactions that I had with people mm-hmm. and just op- being able to open doors for myself, which opening up doors again is, re- you know, being able to uh, reach out on Slack when they're your client, when you don't need to and say, what's up, what's going on, how you doing? And then it gets translates to, to something afterwards. Um, when you, when you don't know you're going to sell the company and, you know, maybe want a gig, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and look, I mean, those, those conversations are <clears throat> really honest conversations to have. Right. And like when, when you are a solo founder or a founder on a team of five or something, you are the person managing the project and collecting the bills and trying to maintain a relationship. And that becomes really, really hard, right. Towards, towards the end, um, of checkmate, I wasn't dealing with projects. I wasn't dealing with the day to day and collecting payment and things like that. I was dealing with, Hey, like, let's go out to lunch. Let me understand <laughs> what your stuff. high level goal stuff. is. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me understand your high level goal and make sure that my team understands the high level goal because they're going to be the ones that deliver it to you. Right. It's this bell curve of activity because at the same time, right? Yes. I would go out to lunch, but to the same token, I would also go somewhere and, and burn right? Uh, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Tuesday night, whatever it is in New York city until one, two o'clock in the morning when I'd get catch last train home. Right. So it's like, there, there are those ebbs and flows of like work and not work. Um, but at the same time for me throughout checkmate, I like for the first time in four and a half years, like I use Safari <laughs> instead of Chrome, instead of Chrome, right? Purely out of, out of like curiosity at that point. I was like, I was like, I haven't used this thing since college. Right. And I open it up and I have my own, you know, I have my, my college bookmarks on there. I made no, uh, distinction between my life check between like my checkmate profile and digital life and my personal profile and digital life. Like I didn't separate those two things. Um, and that was like a huge revelation to me is like well what is like my personal brand like th- that, that is like a different thing than checkmate when like my entire digital existence was like oh yeah this thing right like trying to trying to um push it out but you know it's it's uh it's interesting this post this post startup life right and especially in the COVID world right now um it feels like you know when you learn something new, you can't exactly remember what it was like not to know that thing, right? You, you, you can never go back, right? A, a buddy of mine in robotics said this to me as, as we were graduating high school. He said, oh, um, if the center of gravity ever leaves the polygon of contact with the ground, the thing will fall over. And I was like, oh, yeah, like that makes a lot of sense. Like if the center of gravity is outside the, you know, square of yeah. whatever this thing is that's on the ground, it'll fall over. Yeah, that makes sense. You can't unthink that now, right? And then, like now that you're, every every time you look at something falling over, you're gonna be like, oh, the center of gravity is outside the polygon of contact with the ground, right? It's like, you're, you're just gonna know that. And, and like, that's that's been, you know, as I go back and help other founders and, and other people in my network, it's like, I feel like I have this new lens to view the world, right? It's like, well, you know, I've seen this before. I've seen that issue. Um, and, and yeah, you know, I can come in and diagnose that a lot quicker 
because I have that context, right, in, in my experience. I've seen this pattern um, before. Yeah, that's it, it, exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. So, you know, um, that, that I'd say is the, like, new thing for me. It's like, oh, well, you know, I can, I didn't realize how much of this rear view mirror is actually, like, you know, a kaleidoscope looking forward. Uh, because, you know, we can see new shapes and make new things just from, you know, the experience that I, that I was able to have. Uh, that that's awesome and and you you said something uh about disconnecting the your 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 digital life and your your checkmate brand and who you were there mm -hmm. and, and kind of like your personal brand and and i think that's actually a problem that a lot of um young startups have or young entrepreneurs maybe have because they get into it and that's the first thing that they get to or they're you know i'm an entrepreneur and i'm doing this um and i'm doing it through this this business idea so i'm that mm -hmm. um but they never step out and try to again kind of just just say this is who i am though too because because um again you as a person as as the the mentor the judge the this the the, the person that can help other startups um and you also yeah. just as a regular person not in business context is important right Yes. So, so that is that is something where I think we're seeing more and more of of people being able to separate that and and just kind of um, uh, really acknowledge who they are in different uh, uh, scenarios um, and own it and 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 it's it's interesting. Sometimes uh, I would say I'm I'm in the same boat as you in the in the sense that I have a couple of different kind of I you know I'm trifecta on this mm -hmm. and tech start on that I'm tri I'm CT startup so it, it's a little bit different um and, but I've never had a personal brand on you know what I'm saying like I've never actually honed in that right yeah um, so yeah. um so I get it and uh, I guess what what has been the the most useful kind of tactic in separating those two was it was it really because you 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 made the exit and it was just easy and then you were able to de dedicate time or did you make certain kind of steps to, to do that beforehand well i mean that that's that's a great question and i think it's one i'm still trying to answer in some ways um so the the couple of layers of that question that that i have spent a lot of time thinking about is what is content that i would even like to create right like so so there's a number of things that I'm passionate about, right? I'm passionate about refugee issues. I'm passionate about um, like healthcare for all. I'm passionate about like a, a ton of a ton of different topics, progressive or not. Um, and and okay, right? Okay. Yeah. Table stakes. That's great. I, I I feel a particular way about a subject. That doesn't necessarily mean I want to create any any content about it, right? So so. The other question that I'm that I was trying to you know make meet somewhere in the middle is what type of content do I even like to create, right? Like, do I want to write long form things? Do I want to create you know uh, interviews or audio based content or video based content? I was doing that for a while at Checkmate. I was you, uh, you know creating these. You were sitting at your table and you were yeah, I was sitting right there. I remember it exactly, exactly. And that table that table's downstairs right now, in room, which is great, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's like, um, you know. What, what is the type of content that I want to create? And what is it, the type of content that I want to create about? And, and do I even have anything valuable to say, right? Like no, no, no matter how much, you know, I, I care about the climate, I'm not a scientist. So, so you know, whatever, whatever it is I have to say about the climate, um, it's really just an opinion, right? Um, maybe, you know, I can cite a couple, couple studies I read here or there or something, but it, it's, it's really, you know, of no grandiose, um, value. So you know, those were two things that, that I really weighed heavily. And the third one is like, what is it that 
that I want to get out of it, right? Am I doing this for the purpose of writing a book or creating my like curating my own audience, uh, like a Gary V type of thing, right? Like, like what what is the goal of me finding this content, creating this content, distributing this content, and for me personally, where I landed over the last couple of months is like, you know what? I, I would rather spend some time building life skills that I personally enjoy, right? Playing guitar, one of them, and, and like playing the piano or doing, doing, doing other things that aren't necessarily going to make me money was that I ruthlessly neglected for the, for the last five years right which was if it doesn't have to do with checkmate making another dollar i don't care at all right like that that was that was my focus so now at this point i'm like well what makes tom happy and and what is it that i want to do now that i have this really weird thing called time so so you know that that's that's what i've been been wrestling with so you know, I don't, I don't know the answer of what the content is that I want to make or what is it about or how do I distribute it or what the goal is. Right. Like I don't, I don't want to be, you know, some sort of internet celebrity type thing like that. That's just not interesting to me. I, I feel like I have a pretty high level of privacy, like requirement to, for, for me to be happy. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's though at, at the sum of it, those three things, wherever those three things collide, that's, you know, a, a huge opportunity for that person if you're self-aware enough to know what those are right? <laughs> yeah. because like figuring that out is fucking hard yeah i think you know it's uh interesting from our our generation so uh what are you 29 right yeah 29. so so yes yeah, so i'm 32 so i think it are our um you said like the internet celebrity, right? You don't want to be an internet celebrity. And sometimes like when you're, when you're an entrepreneur and like you're, you're, you're starting your own business, you're like, Oh my God, I have to be this celebrity person out there doing it, always contacting, always interacting. And, 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 and I will say a trifecta, all three of us are, are uh, like, we want our privacy. We very much value our privacy and want to kind of separate it. It's been, it's, it's difficult to separate it when early on, because again, every activity has to go to, to making it work. Um, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean that, that, I think that's the, the, it's hard to, to separate it sometimes early on and what you're saying about stepping back and learning a skill. Well, again, that's a heady viewpoint or a meta viewpoint to look at it. Cause you're just like, well, those skills are going to come, you know, come to fruition in a few years. And guess what? There may be a riff that I do on that, on that guitar one day that goes viral. <laughs> Boom. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like, I, I mean, that's how I guess my mind always works where it's like, even, you know, like I, you have a story arc to, to life and like, you know, that you stepping back in this moment, trying to understand yourself, taking the time, will will no matter what benefit you in the long run will give you yeah. you know uh some other opportunity that's going to open up um so you know uh and i guess here's the thing is that what uh what hobbies have you picked up since uh since uh the whole uh the whole covid as has started or you know since you had a little bit more time on your hands yeah um well i think i think home improvement is a natural and necessary skill that that has that has has come up so you know everything from uh you know a little a little bit of woodworking um putting up a putting up a frame around a garden to you know laying bricks or um 
fixing broken toilets, right? It's just like uh, the, the, the things of being a homeowner, right? That's, that's one level. Um, but some more, more intentional things, um, you know, I, I've downloaded uh, like Musician uh, is, a, is a music, music app. So I've been playing uh, quite a bit of music, trying to do it pretty much daily. Um, so that's been fun. I've been, uh, it's actually a steel tongue drum. Have you ever heard of a steel tongue drum? Is that um, the ones that like you're hitting like the ping? It's like the uh, almost looks like a wobble. It's like an orb. Yeah. yeah okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like an orb, and there's like little metal tongues on the inside. So yeah. So I got I got one of those. Um, I've had bongos for a while. I've been a percussionist um, since forever in in school. So um, trying to expand expand those. But it, it's funny because like music. Um, and, and like I, I took a couple um, like Coursera classes too um, in, in like November, December timeframe. And it's so funny to me how a lot of these topics are connected because there, um, there are seven music notes, right? There are seven colors, uh, primary colors in the rainbow, right? First of all, that, that I thought, I just thought was like a super interesting fact. Like there, there's, is there any correlation there? And there's seven notes, right? Hey, it is, it is what it is, right? The world that we live in. Um, uh, right. So th those two things I thought was interesting. Right. And then, um, just how, how heavily math and music are correlated. Um, from from like the patterns right playing the thirds or the fifths right of of sort of the music scale um uh, i just found so interesting how all these different topics like overlap so like i spent a couple days uh in november and december just taking coursera classes i took like intro to quantum which was like cool i definitely don't want to do this yeah <laughs> i definitely <laughs> am not dedicating my time to this uh, yeah, I was like, I was like, I, you know, I got halfway through, uh, you know, it started to get into some heavy math. I'm like, I, you know, I studied philosophy. I could, I could try to learn this, but I'm probably not going to do it very well. So, you know, I, I learned enough to know, okay, well, quantum computers mechanically, right? You can have a qubit that is both, you know, one, zero and neither one or zero and one and zero at the same time. That's pretty cool. Like from from a functional stand, standpoint, like a quantum computer will uh, calculate all possible calculations at the same time versus a conventional computer doing it in a linear fashion, right? And ju just from like a conceptual standpoint, the way that we secure things on SSL, right? When you type in your credit card for Amazon, you're using SSL encryption. And quantum computers would break that in half, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so like, the, the internet would just break when quantum <laughs> computers become a thing. And and they talk about this in the class. <laughs> it's just like, They're like that's why there's a race with China right now to get the biggest supercomputer. <laughs> right, right. To to like actually make make these these quantum computers and and like the impacts on society. And like I, I did I did uh, quite a bit of research into Ray Kurzweil. Um, Ray Kurzweil, yeah. who's, yeah, he's a, he's a futurist, he's an inventor, he's just like, guys on point, right? And I just finished his audiobook written in 2004 about the singularity is near, talking about basically the convergence of biology and AI 
and humans um, in like biological engineering, being able to, you know, have nanobots in your body and, uh, you know, nanobot particles in the air that, that, that mist that can just like create. Transcendence, right? The movie Transcendence yeah, yeah, with the Johnny Depp. Well, yeah, yeah. Who, know, who, who knows, right? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I have to entertain all possibilities, yeah, right. really, right? Because, because in, this is 2004, right? He writes this book and he's predicting all of the things like the iPhone and like uh, biological engineering and CRISPR and like all, all of the things that have happened, right? And I'm like, well, you know what? This guy, he might be onto something, right? Nanobots might be a thing. That would be cool. Uh, you know, that, that would certainly kill COVID in his tracks, but yeah. we're not there yet. He he said something about like two like in twenty forty right is that when the singularity or it's like it's like before twenty fifty right or something yeah I I'm pretty sure it was twenty forty yeah yeah so it's a yeah he's an interesting guy uh, I think I heard on the Joe Rogan podcast where he was talking about um the reason why he uh, Ray Kurzweil want like is is such a futurist and everything is that he wants to recreate his dad and like the experience that he had with his father you know, cause I guess he lost him like when he was younger and everything like that. Cause he interviewed him for his, his uh, show that he did. And so I was like, that's impressive. Oh. Like, cause again, if you were able to do that, I mean, that's, I mean, that, that's a, that's a very like uh, the, you know, like the, the hits you in the heart a little bit, right? Like you, you lo- like mm-hmm. if, if that's the case and, and, and everything where it's, it's like, I mean, that's literally like the story arc of a movie. Um, you yeah. Know, good but, luck. <laughs> good luck. Right? But you no, know. no, no, I mean, seriously, he doesn't think he's going to die. Yeah, well, right, he, like, yeah, like, all the pills he takes and all the different things right. that he's doing. Like he doesn't think, yeah, he's on exactly. 128 pills a day. That's crazy. And and, and, and he genuinely doesn't believe he's going to die. And you know, I, I I say this, I say I, you know, I've said this to a bunch of my friends, right? When they turn 25, <laughs> when they, they turn say, 25, congratulations. When they turn 25, I say congratulations, you're one eighth dead, right? Because I I I think personally, I think. Bare minimum, we're going 200 only because, right? Your grandparents, before they, you know, when they were 25, they thought maybe they'd go to 60, maybe they'd go to 70, right? And my, I mean, my, my grandparents are in their 90s. My grandmother who passed was 94, right? It, it's like, I, I had a great uncle who, who just passed a couple, uh, a couple weeks ago, not COVID related, 101. Okay. In eight, in eight months, right? And it's like, none of the inventions of modern technology were even thinkable when they were 25, right? And, and we're humans, right? We're really good at being like, oh, this is what happened, not this is what's going to happen, right? I can't tell you what I'm going to eat for dinner, but I can tell you what I have for breakfast, right? So the way that these inventions and, and biology is going to be interwoven with technology and leads into you know, the next 50 years, who really knows? Like, it, I, I don't think we can claim, oh, yeah, 110, there's no way a human is going to live past 110 years old. Yeah. Like, that's pretty hard to say for our generation, I think. Yeah. I, I think that's that's a pretty bold claim. I like how when you see the, the oldest people, like, alive, they're, like, 115, 120. Cause I think it's, like, 120. I think they might be the oldest recorders or, like, somewhere around that, right? right yeah, now. something, something uh, like that, So yeah. uh, they're, they're, like, yeah, they're, like, you know, I, I smoke one cigarette a day. I have a drink, a glass of blood. Like, it's just, like, what? It, what? They're just, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or, like, I quit smoking when I was 90. You know, yeah. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. like, what are you talking about? So, you know. Uh, the human uh, body is an incredible thing, man. It's an incredible thing 
Yeah, like yeah. even even like you look at the planet, right? I mean, all this stuff sizes up, right? From from people to plants to to the planet. Like you look at New Delhi right now, all over the world. I mean, it's Earth Day, right? Can we can we talk about the Earth yeah. a little bit, uh, right? We, it's it's Earth Day, and for the first time in decades, in across the busiest cities in India, you're seeing the sky for the first time, right? People are literally seeing the sky for the first time that we're born in the year thousand right or two thousand right that that are seeing a smog free planet because of covid it's 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 crazy i mean we're gonna have to do we're gonna have to do a lot to keep this planet <laughs> yeah well, yeah 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 it's uh i guess so i guess here's the the thing with, with this is that how do you think it moving forward how do you think this changes changes stuff moving forward in the sense of um so I, I, I heard something by Mark Andreessen. I'm going to bring it up. Uh, I'm going to bring up the podcast that I listen to so people can uh, hear it. Um, so he, they do a, um, so the a, uh, A16Z podcast, so the Andreessen Horowitz uh, podcast, mm-hmm. they started to do some uh, quick, like kind of um, quick 15 second stuff. And he, and uh, Mark Andreessen came on to, uh, I think it was Mark Andreessen, to, it's uh, called, uh, It's Time to Build. And so we did this like short little, little little essay about it's time to build. And the idea is that like, you know, um, right now, just one example of what, you know, what kind of said is like, you know, the, uh, the U S government has taken money, takes money from us every year. They've, they're efficient in taking our money back. Right. And taking our money, mm-hmm. but they've never been efficient in giving money to, to, you know, to people or to the American public. And so they just passed a $2 trillion thing about going down to small businesses and we, we like, we could have made the decision before to make those, make that happen, but we didn't. And like, we, we've chosen in, in previous times not to build because of convenience or because of politics or because of this or because of that. And it's like, now it's, it's a moment where we can say, okay, we are going to build this because this is the future we want. This is what we want. This is what we want. And we're going to start as a, a country, as the, uh, as a, as a world going to build that into it because the supply chain, I mean, supply chains are broken. Right. You know, at, the, at this point, you know, you, you think you think manufacturing is dead in America. It's going to be on the rise soon. You know, they're going to yeah. they're bringing everything back there. You know, you got to you, you know, all essential uh, goods have to be uh, produced in America now, uh, probably after this. So, so, yeah. uh, so I guess how do you how do you view like kind of going forward? And and just like, how, like, how do you view kind of you're, you want to get into the environment and you want to do that? I mean, Heavy lift, man. Heavy lift with all that, right? You want to get into something that's it even is. harder, right? It's harder than just building a website. So I guess how, are you, how are you viewing, you know, your work going forward? So um, a couple things on that. I think uh, I actually think what we're experiencing right now is going to become the new normal. And what I mean by that is that a ton of people are working from home for the first time in their lives. And the world didn't explode. That has become, and, and they're doing their job actually better than they did at the office. Um, they have a better work-life balance. Uh, and they're generally, possibly, pretty happy being able to see the people that they love every day, right? Uh, spend more time, lunch with them, so, stuff like that, right? Of course, that's very debatable. And I'm sure there's going to be <laughs> there's gonna be enormous... some divorces. There's going to be some divorces. <laughs> oh, yeah. There, there's there's going to be a ton of divorces and a ton of first kids born. Right. No, no, those are the two. Those are the two things that are yeah, going to happen no. uh, when when, you know, our state lifts the, the ban. Right. Um, that's that's the joke. All my friends have been saying. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I think the expectation 
is that um, some level of this is going to be able to be maintained, which is working from home and, and the ability to, to really do quality work in a remote way. Um, I think that that's going to be foundational when it comes to the, uh, the working culture of small businesses and, and, and bigger organizations generally. Remote people that are outside of the U.S., suddenly become not that far, right? If you're, if you're constantly doing this um, with people that are on your team in the same state and in, in around the country, right? Someone who happens to be in South America in the same time zone, right? Isn't really that different. Um, I think that will be really good for the globalization of digital jobs. Um, you know, there's a very few number of jobs actually from like the aggregate that can be held remote. Um, I think, I think, you know, in a lot of ways, those are the jobs that, um, you'll see increase the number of companies that, that will want those types of workers, right? Because it's easy to scale them up. Um, but the new normal, um, going, you know, back after COVID. Uh, I think the American people, the ones that are still employed that are working from home, are going to want to continue to work from home in some flexible capacity. Um, and, you know, the American public that are not able to work from home, um, I hope they're all right. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm yeah. it's, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a very, it's got to be a scary spot to be in. Um, and, and I think that all of a sudden, right, over the last, month and a half two months hey what do you know we're all getting stimulus checks like <laughs> to the to the millions of americans who voted to not socialize <laughs> right or to, to to not give out the well be a welfare state giant air quotes you know are they are they giving back their check i doubt it right like like the 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 structures of government and society i think need to be able to evolve with the demands of today so, and, so you're saying that Biden them. Biden might take on uh, Andrew Yang as a running mate because you 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 UBI is like in, in full swing now yeah. basically. I mean, I thought I thought Andrew Yang was the one who actually signed all the checks, right? That that, that was the first. <laughs> yeah, he he Trump just like brought him on board. He's like, listen, you just want to work for me? Like we we got yeah, this. We I I just want you to sign the checks. I know this is your idea. <laughs> I know it was your idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've hey, listen, I've uh, I've uh, I know a few people that have already gotten it. I don't know if you gotten yours, but uh, uh, I haven't gotten mine yet. I, but, uh, mine. But I know I know a, a decent amount of people that have gotten it. So um, we 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 will see. It definitely changes stuff. Um, there are going to be. Um, I do think that the in person um, businesses are going to have to change. Um, you know, like again, food. You know, food. Uh, the supply chain for food is is you know that's an in person uh, job. Yeah. Not even with the big farmers that are doing robotic farming and, and, you know, using robots to package stuff. It's still, it's still definitely a, a person uh, that that's on the line. Um, and then listen, Hey, my, my wife's a nurse, so I get it, you know, going in there doing the thing. Like, you know, like there's a lot of people, I have a, a, a few people that are first responders in the in the family too. So um, it's a, uh, Unfortunately, there's a lot of stuff that does have to be done in person. Um, I know from an like I'm definitely on the uh, extrovert kind of spectrum, uh, so I like being out and around people and and you know yeah. uh, hold up. But um, instead of being hold up, but 
Yeah, I think that uh, remote work is in. Uh, and guess what? That, that has huge impacts on real estate, right? Huge impacts with these big companies who are going to downsize. They don't need thousand person people, uh, offices anymore. Um, mm -hmm. it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting, um, to, to see what happens, but, uh, you know, Hey, we live in, I, I've been telling people is that I feel very fortunate to be this age, uh, during this whole thing, because it's one where I'm, I'm young enough to kind of maybe not have as many. I mean, I have a, also have a child on the way, but uh, you know, I have as many responsibilities, but also like I'm, I'm young enough to maybe seize the opportunity that's going to come out of this to, to actually, yeah. you know, kind of set up something else and, and also be aware of what's happening uh, in the government, what's happening, you know, in business, what's just happening in general and really be in the yeah. thick of it versus, uh, be earlier in my life or, you know, later on where, you know, there's some people like the, you know, the, 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 the older boomers are like, listen, I got, I got a few years, you know? So. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, well, what you said earlier about, um, now being built, you know, now is the time to build it. it it's fascinating, right? Because the, I think probably the most valuable asset that a, a person has besides their time, right? Their time being their number one asset. Um, number two might honestly, well, besides health. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, yeah. Some, something on that list, something, something on that list is focus, right? And, and when you're locked in your house, you have a lot of focus time, right? If you want to shut out the world, there's no better time to do that and actually build something that you're passionate about that you think the world needs. Um, and, you know, I, I, uh, I've been doing some consulting for a market research firm, um, the helping international startups come to the U S trying to figure out how that can, that can happen, which has been very, very fascinating work. Um, and, and part of it is sort of email outreach to executives of potential targets for these international companies to try to figure out, you know, hey, what are the problems that you're experiencing? Is it the same U.S. and, and Europe? And, you know, over, over the last month or so, in certain industries, you see an enormous spike in responsiveness because there's not much else to do. Right. So somebody is actually monitoring their email, right, in building materials, in electronic manufacturing, in, you know, whatever. Right. It's like these these odd industries that might not be busy right now, um, have an enormous amount of time and have an enormous amount of passion about what their problems are. Right. So if you are building something it is very likely that you'll be able to actually get in contact <laughs> with the people that you're trying to build something for, right? And, and, and they'll be very happy to explain all of their problems <laughs> because this is the time, right? So, so building now, as opposed to ever, right? You have the focus, you have the ability and, and time and attention to, to do it. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, what is it? Exactly. Right? Uh, you know, what is it that you like to do? Where's the cross section? What is it? The, the Ikigai diagram? Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a Japanese diagram. Um, it's like a, a, a big Venn diagram. There's like four, uh, there might be five circles, I think, um, or four circles that, that just all overlap. It's like one's your passion, one's your skills, one's, um, I'll have to pull it up and, and do it, but I think, I think uh, I, I know which one you're talking about. Like, and they're all, they're, they all overlap in the center, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, they all, they all end up in the center. Here it is. Yep, it's four of them. So you actually have, you have what you love, what the world needs, what you can be paid for, and then what you are good at, right? That's, that's the, the Ikigai, I-K-I-G-A-I uh, diagram. You can Google it. There's a bunch of stuff, right? And it, and it shows you the, the overlap of your passion, your mission, your vocation, your profession, right? Uh, and a lot of times, everyone is stuck in the what you can get paid for and what you're good at quadrant, which is profession, right? But how do you move that ever so slightly to the middle um, and really sort of work as your life mission? Um, I don't know. Is that possible? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, is that more of a millennial challenge? Probably. <laughs> um, but it's, it's also, you know, a, 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 a problem that we get to solve. Um, not, not everybody, you know, my, my, my parents, especially, you know, they were in their profession, they could get paid for something that they were good at. Um, but is that really where you want to be? I don't know. No, um, that's that's what, for, for, for me, that's, that's what checkmate was, right? That, that, that was what I could get paid for and something I was good at. Is that where I want to be? Eh. Hey, listen, you know. and that's, and that's, that, that's the decisions <laughs> you have to make as a, as yeah. a leader and as a business owner and so forth. Um, and luckily, uh, again, you were able to, um, you know, build something while you were young, you know, get it to a point where you can, um, you know, make an exit and, and move on to the next chapter. And um, it's okay to read uh, on to the next chapter. It's okay to change the book. If you if the if that book doesn't if it's not suiting you. It is. So, um, so it, it is what it is, you know, um, and on to the next, right? Use what you use yeah. what you learned and on to the next. So, um, so you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up uh, soon. But I guess, uh, for people who, who, who might be in your scenario or, um, or kind of like, uh, you know, maybe building their agency right now, um, what, what, what kind of advice would, they, would you give them and uh, what, what advice sure. would you give somebody kind of transitioning like yourself? So uh, if you are running an agency or a services-based business, um, your entire value distills down to your people and your process. That's it. That's, that's all of the value inside of a services-based business is your people and your process. You have a good process, you have good people, you have a good business. If you're missing one of those two things, right, it, it's, it's a rough road. Um, so what I started exploring in 2019 was ways of documenting the process and, and ways of creating transparency in the process to people who were both inside of it and observing it, meaning clients, right? So um, I'm just gonna list a bunch of tools here that may or may not be helpful to you. They have been enormously helpful to me. Um, so there's one called MindMup, M-I-N-D-M-U-P.com. Uh, LucidChart is an awesome, awesome software. Um, there's a community called Communo, C-O-M-M-U-N-O.com. Uh, it's basically a work exchange. They're really good, really, really good service. Uh, Zapier, Z-A-P-I-E-R, um, and Databox, uh, and Airtable, and Notion. Last one, Notion. Um, basically a, a knowledge repository uh, for you and your firm, and, and uh, I've been using it, starting to use it personally too. Um, so th that would be my, my advice 
to uh, people running a services-based company, uh, an agency of, of some kind, is document everything. Make your um, process as stupid, simple, and transparent as possible to everyone, both your employees and if you can figure out a way to create a dashboard uh, or create some graphical element that can be a part of your deliverable to the client um, so they can see every step of the way, right? That is, is enormously valuable. Um, people, people buy and believe things that they can see, touch, and, and really understand, right? That's, that's what it ultimately comes down to. Um, to someone who's in transition, uh, like myself, much harder because I have to pretend like I know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? Um, uh, I mean, it's for, for me, it, it's been trying to uh, lower the expectation of the day um, and take a more macro view of things. Um, in the business, it was very easy to see results. In the person, right, working on me, it's a lot harder and takes a lot longer to see results in the direction that I'm talking about, right? Whether it's, you know, doing 100 pull-ups or it's, you know, uh, like learning a song or something. It's, uh, it's, so, it's something to be patient with. And patience and habit creation, that, that's actually something that, that I can speak to. Um, Habit creation. So there, there's a couple books. One of them is called Atomic Habits, A-T-O-M, uh, atomic, like very small atom. Um, and in that book, there's a couple things. And these are the last two things that, that I'll say and then we'll jump um, because I, I, I just feel like I'm rambling, <laughs> rambling a little bit. But two things on this. Um, one is uh, atomic habits being to stack habits on top of each other or to understand your own habits to create more habits that are intentionally constructive for you. So for example, like 95% of the people in America, we brush our teeth twice a day. That is an anchored habit in your life, right? So if you want to look better every day, why don't you try to comb your hair immediately after you brush your teeth? Right. So because those are two habits, you're stacking them on top of each other, creates a routine, creates consistency, much more likely that you will indulge in that habit as you go on through the weeks and months and years and whatever. Yeah. My morning habit, I could go on and on about. That is something that I have like been really uh, diligent and disciplined about um, since since the transition. So atomic habits being uh, a great listen uh, for, for anyone on that. Another book, which I'll spare you to listen on is called, um, how to not give, <laughs> yeah, how to not, not give, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or the subtle art of not giving, yeah, a yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, um, which I would say the vast majority of that book was very, eh, uh, right. It, it was like, not. I, I haven't, I haven't read it. I think I get the gist. I think I get the gist. <laughs> the the one aspect that I have have decided to you know share and and continue to say don't don't listen to the book just listen to this one nugget is uh, this concept of a problem exchange. And what I mean by this is when you're running a startup, you have ten problems a day. We'll say, 
right? So-and-so didn't show up for work. So-and-so's project is late. So-and-so, whatever, right? Somebody didn't pay something, right? There's 10 problems that your brain as a human can occupy and worry about and stress over, okay? If you remove one of those problems from your life, you fill it naturally with a, hey, things are pretty go- going pretty good right now. I'm a little nervous something bad might happen. <laughs> right? we, we have this tendency to just fill in the blank with a angst of what might happen, right? So every day there is this quota of, you know, human issues that you will subjectively feel whether they're big or not because you will grow into the problem if you're doing a million bucks a year or if you're doing 10,000 bucks a year, right? It's like you will grow into the problems that you feel and know that there are 10 problems that you will feel a day, right? And I'm picking the number 10 and I'm, you know, I'm just, yeah. I'm just making that up as an example. But the, the point being is that, you know, we are human beings. We're not human doings. So as we be ourselves, we have to just kind of observe the things that, that come at us from all these different directions and, you know, decide what we let into affect us. Um, and that, that's, you know, in a large way, what, what I've been practicing, um, over the, over the last couple of months. So I and, hope that and li- No, it does. And, and the thing is that, um, uh, it's, it, you're now back to fake it till you make it <laughs> a little bit, you know? Um, but luckily, the, uh, you know, it's, it's just with yourself instead of, you know, a payroll and, and, uh, you know, a bunch of people's lives in, 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 in the mix. So, um, but, you uh, know, no, it, it is a lot easier to do it without other people's lives. <laughs> yes, yes. It, 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 it is. I mean, just, just from, for, for a sanity check, you know. Um, you know I, I know where I am at all times. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. I know when I'm working and when I'm not. It's, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, hey, Tom, it was, uh, it was great to, uh, to have you on. It's great to check in. Um, obviously, uh, we know you're going to go on to something bigger and better. Um, and, and luckily, uh, I, I think this has been a good, this is a good moment for you because I think there's gonna be more opportunity for you to come out of your, uh, your hiatus and your kind of hibernation. So, um, Absolutely. you know, uh, again, thank you very much. Thank you for sharing your, your insights and so forth. And, uh, you know, uh, until we meet again. Yeah. Well, thank you, Eric. It's, it's really, it's always a pleasure talking. It's good to catch up. I'm happy you're doing well too. Um, <laughs> we were able to catch up a little bit pre pre podcast, but, um, yeah, stay well. All right. Thank you very much. You too, man. Stay well. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to CT startup. More Connecticut startup news, information, and events can be found at ctstartup.com. The weekly episodes of this podcast can be downloaded from iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and ctstartup.com. Finally, we would like to thank both Sublime Exposure Online and Mirtha Kalina for providing resources and space to CT Startup, which make this show possible. See you next week.